welcome to the Legal Merry-Go-Round, where you can learn to avoid the downs and savor the ups. Here, 40-year veteran attorney Paul Samico will entertain you and help you understand the law in areas we might all face. Brushes with the police? Oh boy. Family disputes? Oh no. An injury and accident situations? Ouch. And now, here's Paul. Welcome, welcome to the Legal Merry-Go-Round. I am your host, attorney Paul Samico, and I hope that this is going to be the first of many of these podcasts that you're going to listen to. Today, the Legal Merry-Go-Round is featuring our kickoff of Marital Mondays. Yes, every Monday, I'm going to talk about things in the domestic relations family law arena, things like divorce, alimony, child support, things that eh, unfortunately go wrong. I want you to understand that my goal in talking on these podcasts week after week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, is going to be helping you, entertaining you, giving you information, allowing you every time and reminding you, I should say, that you can go to the website and download free reports. On Wednesdays, you're going to hear Wrongdoer Wednesdays. That's the title, Criminal Matters, things that where people get in trouble with the law. And Fender Bender Fridays, yes, accidents and injury cases. So again, thank you for your ear. I'm hoping this is going to be something that you're going to subscribe to and listen up every three days of the week. Be entertained, be informed. As I like to say to you, avoid the downs and savor the ups, not just of the legal merry-go-round, but of life's merry-go-round. Today, I'm going to talk about annulment. Annulment. This is that unfortunate situation where two people say, yes, honey, I do. I'm going to love you forever. And then, oops, it didn't work out. Annulment. Now, this is not divorce. This is an annulment. This is the law saying, basically, The marriage is void. It didn't happen. It's a legal non-starter. I want to talk about a couple of really interesting cases that uh, I think are examples of annulments, and I'm going to get into after the break uh, of this show today some of the legalities, some of the things that are things that are considered by the courts when uh, there is a situation presenting with an annulment. So we have a case, first of all, a former member of the United States House of Representatives, Alan Grayson. He was a Democrat in Florida. He got, uh, there was a a divorce situation uh, that I'm going to share with you after the break, how it became an annulment. He was getting a divorce from his ex-wife or his wife, Lolita. Uh, There was a division of property Uh, that ended up being at least one of the complicating factors in the case. Now, again, their marriage ended, they started off with a divorce, but it ended up in an annulment. They were married in 1986. It was the second marriage for both of them. They went on to have five children together. In 1990, uh, Lolita, the, the wife, applies uh, to the United States for citizenship, and the husband, uh, Alan, uh, the, uh, the, the representative, 
saw her citizenship application before she submitted it. Well, the marriage broke down, and I'm going to share with you this most interesting story about how these couple, this couple with five kids, second marriage for each of them, five kids married, so they think, thinking they're getting a divorce, end up with an annulment. That's going to come back to you with an explanation after the break. Another one that is really, uh, you know, you might even know this story depending upon how old you are and how closely you pay attention to what I'll call entertainment news, but maybe you know the names. There are very popular uh, entertainers in our society and at least in my lifetime, Renee Zellweger and Kenny Chesney. They got married and uh, the stars in their eyes, right? It only lasted four months and she filed uh, to get an annulment based on fraud. Okay, fraud. They issued a joint statement that there was a miscommunication of the objective of their marriage at the start. Now, interestingly, a miscommunication about the objective of the marriage is typically not enough for a court to grant an annulment. Fraud must relate to something extremely important to the marital unit. For example, uh, if a man convinces a woman to marry him saying that he wants to have children, but he really doesn't, that's fraud. And that would rise itself to the level in the legal checkmark uh, process where a court would grant uh, an annulment. So the last case I'm also going to borrow from the world of entertainment and celebrities, uh, Carmen Electra, I you may know who she is, and Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, the uh, the multicolored hair uh, superstar of the uh, six-time Chicago Bulls. I don't think he got six rings, but the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, as you know, got six rings, NBA champions. Dennis Rodman, the most prolific rebounder probably in history. So Dennis and Carmen get married in Las Vegas in 1998, and nine days later, Rodman files for an annulment citing fraud and unsound mind. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you what happens here. I'm not going to wait till after the break because, quite frankly, everything with Robin is just so funny. It's worth hearing right now. The parties reconciled. Okay, They didn't go through with their annulment. They reconciled. Right. And then six months later, they get divorced. In his divorce petition, he says the basis for the unsound mind claim in his annulment was that he was on a bender uh, when they got married. All right, so last again, uh, drawing from the world of entertainment, uh, Britney Spears, the uh, conflicted young lady with an extraordinary talent, but um, unfortunately found trouble in the world, uh, gets married to Jason Alexander, another Las Vegas marriage gone awry. So Brittany claims that she lacked understanding of her actions to the extent that she was incapable of agreeing to the marriage, which means that she claims she was either of unsound mind uh, or might, uh, more likely uh, for Brittany, lacked the necessary capacity to enter the marriage. So on that basis, of course, then the, the court did grant an annulment uh, to Brittany and to Jason, effectively saying that their marriage, well, okay, um, you know, we'll, we'll give you another shot at, uh, at, at being single. Before I go to the break, I wanted to share one thing with you. 
fact of the uh, of the law here in annulment. Uh, did you know that it is possible for a person to obtain an annulment if that person believes that their spouse is dead, even though they're not? Most interesting. Yes, it is possible to get an annulment from a living person if you think that living person is no longer living. Okay, so we're going to go to the break, and I will uh, see you after. This is a most interesting story I want to share before I get to the break. I promise it's going to be short, but you're going to shake your head just as I did. Did you ever uh, see on the TV commercials, it might be, uh, might be that I'm dating myself, the Ginsu Knives so after they share, you know, the Ginsu knives and what you can get, then there's, and there's more. And then they tell you what more is. And then there's more. Okay, so here we go. A wealthy husband, in an effort to avoid paying his wife in a divorce process, uh, he lives on the East Coast of the United States, lists his income as $1.5 million dollars. At the end of the divorce process, uh, we find out, the wife finds out, that he actually has another family on the West Coast in Seattle. And he went by a different name. And interestingly enough, he had an additional $14 million salary. So you say, well, how did, how did she find this out? So the Seattle wife posted a picture on Facebook and tagged him with his West Coast name. The East Coast wife posted a similar photograph of him, but the facial recognition software in Facebook tagged him with his West Coast name. Gotcha! Okay, well, here's the, uh, here's the fun part, the Ginsu Knives analogy. There is more. Turns out he has a third wife and two children in the Czech Republic, and he had moved to the United States to avoid family court, and there's still an extradition warrant out for him. Oh, my, 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 my. What, one wife and two kids in the Czech Republic isn't enough? Just because you got to pay some money, you move across the pond, and you get married twice and two different... Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's the uh, that's the ups and downs, the, uh, the merry-go-round of life, as they say. I'll be back after the break. Okay, it's break time here on the merry-go-round. We want to give you value. So, do you need an attorney for an injury case or a criminal matter or something involving family law? Mr. Samico has the answer for you. Go to our podcast website, www.thelegalmerrygoround.com. Again, that's thelegalmerrygoround.com and click on the referrals tab. Then, either fill out the form or call the telephone number where you can leave a detailed message that Mr. Samico will pick up, and you'll get a response with a referral to an excellent attorney in your area within eight business hours. And the referral is free, no charge to you for this referral. So again, if you're looking for a lawyer that meets the highest standards, Paul is going to hook you up. And every attorney he refers to meets the highest standards, and Paul has checked them out for you. 
If you like what you're hearing from him during these shows, you know he's going to take care of you. So go to thelegalmerrygoround.com. And now, back to the show. Okay, so we're back after the break. So I want to share what happened with these uh, two cases out of the four that I talked about at the beginning. Uh, first half of the show here, the marriage of Alan and Lolita Grayson. This is the uh, former uh, United States House of Representatives uh, uh, gentleman, Alan Grayson, a Democrat from Florida, marries Lolita, and uh, they think they're getting a divorce. This is after uh, many, many years. They've had five children. So I mentioned uh, that she had made an application to become a citizen of the United States and that uh, Alan, the husband, saw that application before she uh, submitted it. On the application, she listed her marital status as separated. Now, isn't that interesting? More than 20 years later, during their divorce proceedings, it was revealed that Lolita was actually still legally married to her first husband at the time she married Alan. So the judge says, no good. He annulled the marriage, declaring it void because of bigamy. In other words, the court said that the couple had never been legally married because Lolita was legally married to someone else when she and Alan got married. So after I get finished telling you about uh, Carmen, no, I already told you about Carmen. Where am I? Where's my head? After I get finished telling you about Renee Zellweger and Kenny Chesney, I'm going to go into a little bit about the legal stuff. Okay, so uh, these uh, superstar uh, entertainers, um, four months after the pair's very, very beautiful wedding, from what I understand, I mean, if, you know, you can believe the, uh, the press about what happened, uh, Zellweger files to annul her marriage to, to uh, Kenny Chesney citing fraud as the driving uh, reason. Now, again, with the public's adoration of movie stars, once they got a hold of the reason, people began to speculate that fraud was code for uh, that Chesney was gay. Well, from what we understand, he's not, uh, and it doesn't matter, but the outpour was so intense that Zellweger released a statement to clarify the term fraud as listed in the documentation, that uh, fraud was simply legal language, according to her, and not a reflection of Kenny's character or sexual preference. Um, She goes on to say that she would be very grateful for your support in refraining from drawing derogatory, hurtful, sensationalized, or untrue conclusions, and greatly appreciate your understanding that we hope to experience this transition as privately as possible. Now, unintentionally complicating things further, the couple then releases another statement clarifying that the miscommunication of the objective of their marriage at the start is the only reason for this annulment. Renee and Kenny value and respect each other and are saddened that their different objectives prevent the success of this marriage. Exactly what their respective marriage objectives were uh, remains unclear. But eventually they did get a divorce. Well, they got in an annulment saying that they were not actually married. 
So we want to talk about a little bit of information, you know, if this is something that is hitting you. An annulment, as I mentioned at the open, is a legal procedure that cancels a marriage. It's as if it didn't happen. It erases it from a legal perspective, and it declares that the marriage never technically existed and was never valid. Grounds for annulment. Every state has different grounds and requirements, uh, you know, state by state across our country. It can be initiated by either party. The party initiating the annulment must prove that he or she has the grounds to do so, and if it can be shown, the marriage again will be considered null and void by a court. So here is a list of the common grounds for annulment. We talked about one already, bigamy. This was the uh, the representative whose wife uh, was technically still married when they got divorced and stayed that way 20 years and had five kids, bigamy. Either party was already married to another person at the time of the marriage. Forced consent is another one. One of the spouses was forced or threatened into marriage and only entered it under duress. Fraud, third item that might be a, a basis for annulment. One of the spouses agreed to the marriage based on the lies or misrepresentations of the other. Certainly a big one is, I want to have kids and um, you say you do, but you really don't. Next is a marriage prohibited by law. Uh, that could be a basis for annulment. A marriage between parties that's based on their familial relationship is considered incestuous. Okay, It also might be a marriage of someone who is a minor and not allowed in any respect to get married. That also might be fraud if the minor says that he or she is of age. Mental illness is a basis. Either spouse was mentally ill or emotionally disturbed at the time of the marriage. I don't think I'd ever say that Britney Spears was mentally ill, but she was certainly, uh, I don't think it's a stretch to say that she was emotionally disturbed. Um, and, you know, up for a long time, I think that was probably her, you know, her situation. And that's unfortunate. Again, a seemingly very nice young lady with a great deal of talent. Mental incapacity. Either spouse was under the influence of alcohol or drugs at the time of the marriage and was unable to make informed consent. Then we have another one, inability to consummate the marriage. Either spouse was physically incapable of having sexual relations or impotency during the marriage. And I mentioned earlier, finally, another item that I've seen over and over in many states, underage marriage. One of the two was too young to enter into marriage without parental consent or court approval. Now, normally I would conclude the show, but I felt it was important because the uh, the religion of many people in our country is Catholic or uh, Christian or, uh, you know, they, they are very bound in their church, which is a wonderful thing. And I found an article uh, from the Diocese of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania that was written in 2019 that talks about myths of marriage annulments in the Catholic Church. And I felt that this might be something that might be helpful to people, just to go through a couple of these very quickly and share with those who are in the Catholic faith and are considering an annulment and have concerns about it. Of course, the first thing you want to do is speak to your religious leader. But a myth number one, a divorced person is automatically excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Uh, the truth is that the divorce itself does not affect or alter a person's status in the Catholic Church. 
divorce is a function of the civil law and secular courts. It's been a widespread misconception for many years, according to this article, uh, a myth that a divorced Catholic is excommunicated. This is not uh, able to receive and is not able to receive the sacraments within the church. Not true. A myth. Next, only Catholic marriages need to be annulled. That's a myth. That the truth is that every marriage is considered a promise for life in the Catholic faith, a promise until death. It makes no difference whether that promise was made in the Catholic ceremony or not. No one, no matter what their religious affiliation or membership, is considered free to contract another marriage if they were married previously. Every prior marriage must be investigated and annulled before a person can enter a new marriage. It's a myth that no annulment is required if a person wasn't married in a Catholic ceremony. Next myth, Catholic faith. If an annulment is granted, the children will be illegitimate. Just not true. The truth is that an ecclesiastical annulment is concerned only with the spouses and not the children. An annulment has no effect at all on the legitimacy of children or other arrangements regarding children, such as custody or support. These are all concerns of the civil law, and a faith annulment has absolutely no effect under civil law. It's a myth that granting an annulment makes the children illegitimate. Finally, uh, the last thing that I want to talk about with the thing, the, the article that I read, um, if children were born in a marriage, it can't be annulled. Well, I think we just talked about that, I did, but here, just again, just to make it crystal clear, the truth is that the Catholic Church considers an openness to children to be a natural an essential part of a sacramental marriage. But whether any children were actually born or not has no bearing on the possibility of an annulment. If children were born, it's important that both parents live up to their natural and legal obligations to these children. It's a myth, however, that a marriage can't be annulled if the marriage resulted in children. Annulment is a do-over. So I hope that when you and your beloved decide to take the oath and walk down the aisle and look starry-eyed at each other, that annulment isn't waiting for you. I hope that you have a wonderful life. I also hope that you're going to continue to listen to my podcast. I hope that you're going to subscribe. I'd love you to give me a rating and a review. I'd love you to go to the website and download free articles, thelegalmerrygoround.com. I'm going to be back soon. Thank you so much for your ear and listening. Thanks for listening to The Legal Merry-Go-Round. We hope you enjoyed our show. Tune in next time to get a better understanding of real-life legal situations. 